It's time for the only live and local sports talk show in the Black Hills. This is the Nate Brown Show, featuring live callers, live interviews, and local sports. Exclusively on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. And streaming online right now at FoxSportsRapidCity.com. From the biggest national names to the hottest local stories, welcome to the Nate Brown Show. Here's your host, Nate Brown. Tuesday afternoon to you. Welcome in. A hot one. It's like an oven out there. I'm telling you. A little warm here as we start up on a Tuesday. It's always a great day in the Black Hills. The Nate Brown Show is back. We're live from our downtown studio. Fox Sports Rapid City. Your sports, your show. A packed lineup. Some interesting local sports news. We're going to get to that. Interesting uh, storylines along the way. Major League Baseball. College football. Becky Hammond. A little more discussion there as well. Reaction across the country. And we'll get into it today. The Nate Brown Show brought to you in part by Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center. The expert team when it comes to orthopedic care in the Black Hills since 1976. More options, better care. Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center online at bhosc.com. You have a choice. Remember, choose the expert team for orthopedic care. Continue your active lifestyle. If you're a weekend warrior to an elite athlete, uh, learn there. Learn more at bhosc.com. On the Tuesday show, we'll line it up and get ready to go. And We've got Todd Mackin. He's going to join us, president of the Rapid City Rush. That's the local sports news today. Daniel Tatrell, head coach of the Rush the last four seasons. Daniel Tatrell and the Rush mutually agree to part ways. Um, so a new coach getting set to go for the Rush. What direction are they going to go? We'll have Todd Mackin in his first interview uh, here on the program on Fox Sports Rapid City today. Locally, we've got a game tonight when it comes to baseball over there. Post-22, post-320. How about that? It's going to debut the new Black Hills Surgical Hospital ballpark at Fitzgerald Stadium. We'll talk to Kelvin Torvey, post-22 head coach, the Hard Hats. Last week, they go 3-4. and four. Tough losses to Harrisburg, tough losses to West Fargo. And now they got a battle post-320 tonight, 7 o'clock. Adam Birch with the call. We'll get a preview with Coach Torvey today. Nationally, we'll get into this. Keith Smith, NBA writer, Yahoo Sports. Reaction on the Becky Hammond potential opportunity looks like in Portland. We'll see if that uh, develops in Orlando. That's been thrown around a little bit. We'll see. But Portland's been reported. They'll interview Becky Hammond this week. That should be happening pretty soon. Keith Smith, NBA writer, Yahoo Sports on the way. College football analyst, Fox Sports radio host from L.A., Aaron Torres. He's going to check in um, on the developments with the college football playoff. There's just new developments there. Going to 12 teams, what does that mean? Um, some dominoes potentially with conference realignment, group of five teams being upset and trying to change the whole thing. Uh, we'll get into that. Aaron Torres and the Broncos started minicamp today. We got a Vikings report last night. Daniil Hunter showed up for Vikings minicamp today, so we get into that. We'll get into the Broncos' first day of mandatory minicamp today. Down at Dove Valley, Ryan O'Halloran, Broncos writer, Denver Post. He's on tap. So we're ready to go on a Tuesday. 
720-1067 is our number. 720-1067, wherever you're joining us today. You can chime in, be a part of the conversation. We'll get you on. And the Barons Wilson text line ready for you. 720-1067, the number there as well. Direct text the show. 7201067. So today, I don't know if you can tell on the YouTube uh, stream, but uh, on the YouTube stream and, and the Twitter stream, I've got my Cubs 2016 World Series shirt on today. Okay. So, you know, I just thought, hey, I want to rep the Cubs today. I don't, uh, you know, I just got to remind everybody we did finally win that World Series. It took a long time uh, since 1908, but it took a long time, but we got it done. And I'm wearing a little Cubs action today. So I'm here to tell you this. I am a baseball fan, okay? I am a baseball fan. I'm starting today's show with the situation in Major League Baseball as a whole. It feels like they just can't quite hit it between the running lights. What what do I mean? There's always something they're trying to do. There's always something they're going to do to try and make the game better. And this is me. I'm a Cubs fan. I've been a Cubs fan since the days of Harry Carey, WGN. That was my summer, okay, playing Little League Baseball, watching the Cubbies when I can. And my parents told me, go mow the lawn, and then I'd get upset and watch the Cubs after that. So I'm a Cubs guy. I'm a baseball fan. Might have been my best sport, actually. So I'm giving you this uh, insight because I'm not one of those guys that – well, you just don't like baseball. You don't understand baseball. You haven't played baseball. You don't know the ins and outs of baseball. I'm not one of those guys. I'm not a old-school expert, okay? I'm not dialed into 162 games every game every day. I'm not that. And this is the stage I'm uh, now getting in, which I think a lot of folks are in. Maybe listening to this program, your sports fans, your baseball fans are you starting to struggle with Major League Baseball? If you're not a diehard fan, is what I'm telling you. If you're not a diehard fan, are you starting to struggle with Major League Baseball and the situation that they they always have something going on? And today, what I, what I point out today as I start the show is Major League Baseball is now going to start heavily enforcing the foreign substance ban starting a, less than a week from today. Okay, so the league announced sweeping new enforcement guidelines. Okay, they announced that today. They're going to start June 21st. So this is going to be umpires checking every pitcher, every pitcher, okay, whether the opposing team wants to or not. So umpires starting June 21st checking every pitcher for foreign substances, and they'll be automatically ejected and then suspended for 10 games. This rule is on the books. So this rule is on the books. It's just never really been enforced. Okay? So the commissioner's office is thinking about what's happening this season in baseball. And here's where we're at. Record strikeouts, league low batting average, more than half century low, more than half century low. And so today they say, we've got to start cracking down on the pitchers. They always think they can come up with some solution. I have my doubts today. And as a matter of fact, I don't know if this is baseball's biggest problem. And so I ask you this, as sports fans, as baseball fans, what is Major League Baseball's biggest problem right now? 
Now, maybe I'll hear on the text line from some baseball lifers and diehard baseball fans that say the game itself, the the in play, the lack of action, the lack of action. So I'm going to put that in an option as an option today here on the Nate Brown Show. Question of the day. They think this, oh, we're going to crack down on pitchers. This is a big, big uh, uh, enforcement campaign now. They're going to really crack down on pitchers, and they think this might really help us this season. It might help bring the hitting up, averages, homers. They think this is going to move the needle. I'm, I'm telling you my doubt for that today, and I have major doubts for it. You can start cracking down on players all you want on using uh, foreign substances on the mound. I don't know what it will do tangibly. We'll see. It's kind of a long haul, right? It's a long haul. So batting averages, numbers in baseball, they take a while to turn around. I don't think it's going to be boom, boom, we're done. Okay? So let me ask you this. What is the biggest problem for Major League Baseball right now? Question of the day. I threw this out. Lack of offense or action in the game. Lack of offense slash action in the game. The game overall is too slow. The game overall is too slow. I'm asking you that. That's an option, okay? Or too many games, no sense of urgency. 162 games. I've had people chime into this show with a strategy on they should cut down on games. I don't know if that's realistic, but I wanted to give that an option because we start this thing in spring training in February. I mean, we start this grind in February, and we're just rolling in June. We're not We're not that far gone, okay? Uh, let's go to the phones. Thanks for calling. You're live, and you go ahead. Well, I got a few things. You do? Yes, I do, Nate. On a beautiful, hot day, I'm watching the American flag fly probably at my home. Excellent. What do you got? You want you want less strikeouts? Tell them million dollar babies to swing the dang bat. <laughs> well, maybe they're trying, aren't they? No, they're not, Nate. They're looking at the ball. If that ball's an eighth of an inch off the plate, you're not if the ball's over the plate and they don't like the pitch, they're not swinging the bat. So you're giving me one don't answer. Don't make me put my 99-year-old World War II on because he watches baseball, Nate, like like you watch your kids. Hey, He's uh, watching it every day. Okay, so. And he goes, I have never, ever in my life in the last two years seen so many called third strikes in my life. So one of your answers is lack of offense action. That is one of your answers. Oh, that's the only answer. And please, Nate, <clears throat> the Houston Astros. Oh, what's that manager's name? Dusty. Bringing the Astros back. They've been stealing signs since I played for St. Mary's on 36th and Q in the third grade <laughs> back in 1963. Let's get rid of that. Okay, let me you ask you this. Hang on. That. Hang on. Let me ask you this. They're going to start cracking down on the sticky stuff. Is this going to work? Let me ask you. You're a baseball lifer. No, no. You're just going to make the game go longer, and you're already losing people. You know what, Nate? You ought to come do a 22 game, sit with us old guys. That might be a They're not even watching Major League Baseball. That's sad, Nate. These guys are Cub fans. They're they're Atlanta Braves fans. Okay. They're tired of the long 
They're tired of the 47 pitchers per game. They're they're tired of no called third strikes. Major League just needs to ball game and let them play ball. Nobody's really cheating, Nate. You can hit a ball with a little time par on it. They tar, they've been doing it for decades. Well, I know that. I know that. And that's why I, I'll tell you this. I will say, I don't think this is going to make a big difference. I don't think this crackdown today either. is going to make a big difference. Um, hey, I went through some photos today, Nate. I was stationed with a guy named Tony Davis. His cousin was the big Cubbies. I got to go fishing with him quite a bit in Gainesville, Georgia. Maybe you remember that catcher, Jody Davis. Ah, I know I that just, name. I just found a photo, Nate. I'll have to run it down and show you. It's Ryan Sandberg. Oh, yes. Myself, Jody Davis. Wow. And his and Tony were fishing on Lake Lanier, Gainesville, Georgia. I'd like to see it. I'd like to see it. Rhino Sandberg. I love I know. It. I love you it. know, person right, I thought buddy. of when I was going through my photos. I appreciate but, it. Thanks for getting in. We'll, we'll get you. Uh, thanks for getting in. I appreciate it. Seven two zero one zero six seven is our number. We'll get you on. Um, I do ask this question. I do ask this question seriously. Okay. Finish this sentence. The biggest problem for Major League Baseball right now is what? Major League Baseball announced today their biggest problem is the foreign substances from pitchers. I'm not buying that. I'm not buying that. And they're always trying to think of something. Well, if we do this, we're going to fix this. I'm not totally buying it. I'm not saying it's great what's going on. I don't think this crackdown is going to amount to, wow, baseball's back. Offense is back. Thanks for calling. You're live, and you go ahead. Nate, how you doing, my friend? What's up, brother? Hey, man. Um, so to answer your question, right, like you say, the biggest problem in Major League Baseball is – is what? I think watchability. It's is, about watchability when you think about, like, the most... Um, is it the, too the, slow? The biggest... Is it not enough offense? What is it, well, watchability? Think about, think about it, you know, like, think about the sports that are worth watching, the things that we all want to watch. I mean, the big thing right now is the NFL, right? It used to be boxing. It's the pace. It's the, the punishment. It's... Um, unfortunately, baseball is a bit of an analytics and kind of a numbers game, but at that same time, it hasn't aura to it it's um it's america it's apple pie it's hot dogs and yep. and a cold pop yep. you know it's wonderful so i have an answer for it okay here you go wider taller strike zones so larger strike zones and let those pitchers use whatever kind of foreign substance they want but here's the thing the ball is also going to be just as hooped up and bouncy and whatever the way that they've been saying that it's been and let them use the bats that they prefer to use oh so yeah those guys are going to be out there they're going to be swinging for the fences every single time so there might be a lot more strikeouts but when that boy gets a hold of the ball that thing's going to go 450 in a hurry interesting you know so, what i mean so juiced ball juiced ball um like they had supposedly juiced ball wider strike zones so the batters have to swing they bat the batters have to swing put it in play um, and then, then kind of let the bats uh, be a little. I think the bats are pretty good these days, but who knows? I, I agree I th- with that. I mean, I think they're good with the bats, but you know, they used to have the thing with the Mark when Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa were doing their thing. The bats that they had, the cores were different, and all that stuff. Yeah, they Whatever were doing. They were doing. Do, it's kind of like doing a golfer. Their thing, Whatever you right. want to do with your. Yeah. <laughs> but then, you know, the thing is, is you're going to get a lot more strikeouts. You're going to get a lot more home runs. You're going to get a lot more. Because nobody's trying to get the double. Nobody's trying to hit the single. Nobody's trying to do the run batted in. 
They're no. doing it already, so you're going to get through nine innings real quick when people are swinging for the fences all the time and there's a large you know, strike zone. But it's going to be maybe a four- or five-run game because there's going to be four or five connections that are going to send it either to the wall or over it. I want wild ideas. I'm okay with wild ideas because Major League Baseball doesn't have ideas. They just say, oh, now we got to crack down on the pitchers. This, this yeah, isn't going to work. Because cheating is the name of the game in the MLB and baseball in general. <laughs> if you're not cheating, you're trying. That's the we know that. sideline thing. Thanks, so. brother. Appreciate anyway, it. Nate, you take care, man. All right. Thanks for getting in. Bronco Brett in today on a Tuesday. Hang on, Bronco Brett. Ryan O'Halloran coming up. Broncos writer, Denver Post. Okay, tonight. Hang on. A little report from mandatory minicamp. The Denver Broncos later on the Nate Brown Show today. Busy on a Tuesday. Um, a lot of answers coming in. The biggest problem for Major League Baseball right now. I'm asking the question of the Nate Brown Show. Major League Baseball is telling us today it's these foreign substances, the spider tack that the pitchers are using. Okay, um, I'm not buying that. I did not put that in as an option. I'm not buying that. Finish that sentence. Biggest problem for Major League Baseball right now. Um, here's one, and I think there's more of you out there like this. Listener text. It's too many stinking games. That is a perfect text, I believe, from a big number of people. That guy right there just represents a big number of people. Some of the baseball fans are going to say, chime in now. What? Oh, it's 162. It's baseball. This is what it is. You're going to have a tough time cutting down on games. Why? Owners, money, the whole thing. So, so I understand. But just, just tell, tell me this. For the non-diehard baseball fan, the non-diehard, I'm talking to the non-diehard, still great sports fans here today. February, spring training, catcher's pitcher's report, and we're grinding through October? I mean, you're supposed to have a sense of urgency and engagement in the middle of June when it's 100 degrees in the Black Hills? And you're trying to figure out, I'm going to take my kid to this Little League practice and that game and soccer match here. <laughs> you're, you're out. You're out. You, you're going to be lucky if you stay plugged in. How are the Cubs doing in the NL Central? That, that's, I, I'm telling you this. I'm living that life. I check on the Cubs. Okay, hey, we just swept the Cardinals. I, I'm in on that. Yeah, so I check on the Cubs. I, I can't stay dialed in every game all summer long. I can't do it. And I'm, a, I'm a major Cubs fan. Major Cubs fan. Made the trip to Wrigley a few times. The whole thing. But that guy just represents, I think, a lot of people out there. Some people, I think, are nervous. Say, well, it's just too many games. No. 162 games. I get it. It's baseball. But it's a long, long season. I love one of the listeners on Fox Sports Rapid City chiming in and saying, what if baseball just went to a feature like this? We're going to play Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We're going to play Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So it's the football model, but you can play a couple of games leading into the weekend. Right? You can play a couple of games, maybe three games. So we wait for the week, we pump it up all week, and then we look at the featured series that weekend. Now that's going to cut down on the games tremendously, but it's going to crank up on the sense of urgency, the demand. We wait for college football Saturdays. We wait for NFL Sundays. What about that idea? I like that. I heard that from a Fox Sports Rapid City listener, loyal listener, saying, 
What if they did this? Radical change. You want to talk about problem. There's so many games lost in the shuffle. You just check in on the records. You're not engaging. You're not anticipating. You're not getting the promotion all week long. It's There's a game on a sleepy Tuesday, a game on a Wednesday, a getaway day on Wednesday afternoon. And in the series, there are no anticipated series for the most part. They think interleague play was going to do it. Oh, we're going to be excited about that. That doesn't work. I love that idea. The owners would not. The owners would not. But think about that. You want to talk about revolutionizing the game, the fan attraction, the engagement? Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, leading into a weekend like that and playing games? Then I would be interested. I mean, you'd be interested every week, would you not? You really would. It's the similar, it's the football model. Um, Let's get some final answers on the biggest problem for Major League Baseball right now. What is the final answer? Well, at least right now in the poll, 38% of you say the biggest problem, the game is too slow. Well, I don't have much of a solution there outside of I'll go with a pitch clock and I'm okay with it. I'll go with a pitch clock and I'm okay with it. Brings a little energy, um, a little intensity. It's kind of like the shot clock. You got to get it off. You get your defense ramps it up. Okay. So a pitcher's got to kind of get through the sides, look at the guy on first. You got to kind of get this thing off here. Batter's got to get in the box. No more checking the shoes, the gloves, the whole thing. Um, the experience at a baseball game, I will say, is good. The experience at a baseball game, the experience of, so much anticipation and intensity when there's 162 of them, that's where it falters. So I do believe too many games is a factor, but that's coming in third today on the Nate Brown Show question of the day. You say the game is too slow, 39% of you. Now 35% say the lack of offense is the problem. 27% say there's too many games. Major League Baseball announced today Major crackdown on the pitchers using foreign substances. They're going to start ejecting players, suspending them for 10 games, and it's all going to start June 21st. They're going to check every pitcher every game. Speaking of speeding up the game. um, Coming right back, yes, with Aaron Torres, Fox Sports Radio host, college football analyst. Is this college football playoff expansion going to upset the apple cart here a little bit? We'll get into it on the way. Your sports, your show. This is the Nate Brown Show on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports Rapid City. Have you hit a pothole or curb with your car? Does your vehicle need an adjustment or have an alignment, shock, or strut issue? Black Hills Tires, your one-stop shop for complete automotive service and repair in the Black Hills area. Trust your vehicle with no one else but Black Hills Tire. Contact Weston, Denise, and the guys at Black Hills Tire, where honesty, reliability, and safety is their top priority. Black Hills Tire voted the number one shop for automotive repair and brake repair and tire store in the Black Hills. Ask about their free pickup and delivery. Black Hills Tire. Check them out online at blackhillstire.com. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Partly cloudy skies tonight with a chance for scattered thunderstorms. Lows around 72. South winds 8 to 15 miles per hour. Lots of sunshine tomorrow. Daytime highs approaching 89. Chance for scattered showers tomorrow night. Lows around 61. Partly cloudy. Mid-80s Thursday. Low 80s Friday. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 96. 
Black Hills Community Bank wants you to know that now may be the best time to refinance, purchase, or even build a brand new home. With rates this low, Black Hills Community Bank is well positioned to be your local partner. They are your home loans bank with local originators, underwriting, processing, and closings. They challenge themselves to close every loan on time. This may be the time to think about home ownership or refinancing with Black Hills Community Bank in Rapid City and Spearfish. Online at bhcbank.com. Member FDIC equal housing lender. Consumers everywhere are rediscovering the benefits of buying locally produced food. Not only is it fresher, tastier, and more nutritious, it's also good for the local economy. And did you know the Village Hearth hamburger and hot dog buns you love are baked right here in the Midwest? With three state-of-the-art facilities, freshly baked buns are delivered every day to your neighborhood grocers. Village Hearth Buns, baking our best for you. Physical therapy, athletic training, and sports science all at one place. Physio in Rapid City. Dr. Dan Jensen and his team at Physio are ready to help you perform at your best. From the youth athlete to the active adult, trust the team at Physio. Physio offers the skilled, personalized approach to physical therapy and athletic training. Building the best athletes in the Black Hills as the official strength and conditioning provider for Stevens Central and the Rapid City Rush. Learn more at bhphysio.com. Rapid City, it's Doug Gottlieb. Join me weekdays from 1 to 4 right here on 106.7 FM and 11.50 AM. Fox Sports, Rapid City. And now let's get you back to the Nate Brown Show, Rapid City's sports talk show. Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show, South Dakota Sports Talk Show, off and running on a Tuesday. A little hot today. <laughs> it's been a warm summer. A warm South Dakota summer. Fox Sports Rapid City features Aaron Torres. You hear him on Fox Sports Rapid City, right? Fox Sports Radio host, college football, college basketball expert. Can I call him an expert? I'll call him an expert, an analyst, a writer. And we do that. He does it all. Aaron Torres is on. Let's talk college football playoff expansion. What does it mean? Where do we go? Find Aaron Torres on Twitter. Give him a follow at Aaron underscore Torres. Aaron, it's good to get you back on Fox Sports Rapid City on the Nate Brown Show. How are you? Nate, I'm good, man. We were supposed to do this yesterday. I had a last little thing pop up, so I appreciate you being flexible and uh, obviously really happy to join you, man. Well, then you made my Tuesday that much easier. See, booking guests. There I'm you like, go. hey, we're, we're off and running on a Tuesday. Um, let me get you. here for. Yes, yes. Let me get your read on this. The college football playoff expansion. I just want you to start here. We go to 12 teams. What do you say about that? Then we'll get into the details. 12 teams, are you in? Um, I'm slowly coming around to it. You know, two, two and a half, three weeks ago, whatever it was, this proposal kind of leaked, and it felt like 12 was too many. Um, in many ways, I still kind of think that it is. On the flip side, what I would also say is I do think it solves a lot of college football's problems. I mean, right now, I love the sport. I mean, I know you do, Nate, but, um, you know, for, for large swaths, if that's the right word, of, of the college football world, you know, you get to mid-October, the season's over. Um, and so it keeps more teams involved. It keeps more players involved and engaged late in the season. Fewer opt-outs. I believe that if we don't do this, we're going to start getting a lot more opt-outs during the season. 
where a team is, say, you know, seven and three going into their last two games, and some kid at Auburn just says, I don't care about playing at Alabama. I don't care about playing in the Iron Bowl. I'm going to get ready for the draft. So it solves a lot of problems. I still kind of prefer eight. I understand the decision to go to 12, why it does make sense. So I know you want to get into some of the nitty gritty, but that's kind of my initial thing is I've come around on it. I probably like it more than I did a week ago. Okay, interesting. I've been basically right right where you're at. I wasn't sure where you were at. I said, I wanted eight. Then they go 12. I said, well, this is going to let in some teams, I think, that maybe shouldn't be found as elite. Um, so I, I didn't love that. So I'm kind of where you're at. But I'm okay with 12. It's better than four. So, so that's where I'm at. I say they go to 12, and then I see this report. Pac-12 schools, for example, they get $9 million a year from the playoff now. That could go to $27 million per school per year. I mean, this is a massive money issue, is it not? Well, that's why they're going to 12. Um, well, you know, I think they're going to 12 for a few reasons. One, first of all, I agree with you, and that's why I actually like eight more than 12, is that it still feels like you've got to earn your way in. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have a problem with the, the Power Five and, and the, the highest-ranked group of five getting automatic bids. That leaves two at-large bids. Um, you go to 12, you know, six automatic bids. Um, you know, you start talking about third, fourth best team in the SEC getting in last year, Florida, which it lost its regular season finale as a 24-point favorite at home would have gotten in. So I'm not a fan of that. Um, so that that's kind of why I like eight. What was the question again, Nate, about 12? I'm sorry. I, well, I, this, I, I this, was the, this is just a massive money windfall. Oh, I the mean, money, just massive. The money. Yeah, I, I think the reason that everyone's settling on 12 is, is a few things. I think, one, it is absolutely the money. Um, you know, I'm not smart enough or, or uh, you know, high enough on the Fox Sports corporate ladder, but the people that are smarter than me are saying that now you put this out to multiple, uh, you know, multiple, uh, multiple, you know, networks, whatever, kind of like the NFL playoffs right now, obviously two college football playoff games plus the national championship around ESPN, maybe get Fox involved, maybe get CBS involved, maybe you get uh, a streaming service, Amazon, which obviously we know is going to have Thursday night football, maybe they get involved in it. Um, so, so that's the benefit financially. And then I think also, just realistically, I, I think the SEC really was walking at, at the idea of eight because they're sitting there saying, you know, we always get one in and sometimes we get two. Eight will be of no advantage to us. So to my, my understanding, is that is the reason why 12 seems to be the preferred method because the SEC wouldn't sign off on eight. And I think everybody realizes exactly what you just said, Nate. We're talking about literally hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars, which of course goes to college football, but it also goes to all of the other sports uh, you know, that, that are funded on these college campuses. So to me, the money, it's, it's, it's that simple. Follow the money, and that's what you get, how you get to 12 teams. Aaron Torres, college football analyst, Fox Sports Radio. Radio host here on the Nate Brown Show talking 12-team college football playoff expansion. Here's the latest. Um, schools are going to look at legislation to maybe change their championship games, meaning I don't know if we're going to match up division champions anymore because leagues want to be able to determine how they select their championship matchup. That might be able to get more teams in if they have the right teams. You know what I'm saying? So this may have some domino effects here. Do you think some conferences like the Big Ten are going to say, well, yeah, the Big Ten West, we're going to keep it like that. If Michigan and Ohio State are in great shape, that's what I'm talking about here. Are we going to see some changes? 
Yeah, it's actually really ironic, Nate. You know, I, I'm not enough of a historian to know why the SEC went to divisions, you know, 30 years ago. But the reason, you know, if you remember originally – the Big Twelve, Big Ten, when they went to twelve teams, they had the leaders and the legends who could forget. Um, but when they they restructured it, they they made the East and the West specifically because they didn't want Ohio State and Michigan to mean nothing. They didn't want to say these are the two best teams in the conference and they're just going to come back a week later and play uh, for a conference championship. And so it's ironic how this thing has come full circle. But look, man, I, I think it's the right decision. I mean, we we all know how this works. I mean, there's been so many years where. The SEC West has the two best teams in the league. Um, you know, the, the, the Big Ten East, which has the Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, Michigan State, uh, you know, group. Um, you know, and listen, I, I know it's weird, but what I would also say is, I, you know, I don't think it's hurt the, the, the Big 12 when Texas and Oklahoma get back together for a second time, which they did a few years ago when Kyler Murray led Oklahoma to a Big 12 championship. So it seems like a logical next step. You know, Nate, I, I think we've been talking and, and you know, corresponding long enough to, for you to know, I'm not a huge complainer about the way things are. I actually, I don't even hate the four-team playoff, to be perfectly honest. Uh, but that is one thing that I've never understood: is the idea of divisions, the idea that you know, geographically, you 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 have to put a team from the Pac-12 North, even if all the best teams are the South or the Big Ten West, when you know that Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State are the three best teams in the league. I've never understood that. I just think it's one of those dumb kind of archaic things that we decided 20 years ago, and we've never changed it. So that's one thing where, like, I have no problem at all if they elect to make that decision. Okay, last one. Group of five representation. They're going to get one team, I think. Is that fair? Is that the right call? Just one out of 12. Yeah, you know, that's one of the big re- so I so until this season, I was never a big expand the playoff guy this past season. And and two reasons why I'm, I I've kind of flipped. I think the first one is um, you know, the idea that that the, the top 3, I believe Ohio State, Clemson and Alabama, they're continuing to separate themselves. College football recruiting has become national, um, and now Alabama and Clemson are coming into California and getting the best players, and they're going to Texas and getting the best players out of the Big 12 footprint. And so I think this does incentivize a Southern California kid, hey, I don't have to go to only Alabama or Ohio State to compete at the highest level. So that was one. But two, you know, the way that the committee treats the group of fives last year I thought was just despicable, to be honest. And I'm not, you know, Cincinnati would not have beaten Alabama. But, you know, I'm the only one that probably remembers this. But there was about a three-week stretch where Cincinnati couldn't play because of COVID last year. And every single week or thereabouts, they kept moving down. And they kept getting bumped down the rankings. And the committee was basically like, well, if other teams are playing and they're not, we can't keep them in the position that they were. That's a fine stance to have. Just one problem. Ohio State wasn't playing at that time either because of COVID. <laughs> right. and so, and Ohio State stuck in that number three, four spot, whatever it was, where they would get into a fourteen playoff basically as long as they ran the table in the Big Ten. And so, the way that I saw the group of fives treated last year, I just kind of said, "Look, you know, if you're not even going to give them a chance to compete, like if you're not forget giving them a spot, you're not even going to make it where they have the opportunity." To, opportunity to earn their way in, then why are we even ranking them? Why are we calling them FBS teams if they're not playing the same sport as everybody else? So I'm in favor of an automatic bid. It sounds as though they could potentially get more based on the way the thing is set up. Um, And and I I don't think Cincinnati is Alabama. I don't think Cincinnati is Clemson. 
But, you know, FBS college football, and I know you guys cover the FCS over there as well. Yep. You know, FBS college football is about the only sport that I know of where you can go undefeated and not have a shot at the championship. That obviously at the most basic level, why we play sports uh, seems fundamentally wrong to me. And so that is another reason why I do like the idea of letting in the group of five. At least one. I'm with you. I mean, at least one. That That's a spot to uh, one out of 12. We'll take it, okay? It's not much. Uh, Aaron Torres, college football analyst, Fox Sports Radio host. You hear him right here on Fox Sports Rapid City. Take a listen. Um, Aaron, always great, man. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Nate. We'll do it soon, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Aaron Torres on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. Follow him there. He's got a good podcast as well. College football analyst, national host, Fox Sports Radio. So if you missed that in our discussion, here's, here's a little thing that could affect things. So the conferences are now looking now that that we're going to go to 12 teams. Now the conferences are worried about their best teams getting into the playoff. So they don't they don't want just one team, their conference champion, meaning the Big Ten champ, Ohio State, lock it in. Okay, we're happy that Ohio State's in. They want to try and find a way for somebody else to get in. The SEC, yeah, the SEC, Alabama's in. Well, we want to make sure that Georgia, Florida, some of these teams also have a chance to get in, okay? This is the issue here. Nebraska is in the Big Ten West. And what have I told you about the Huskers climb back to relevancy? They can do it in the Big Ten West. I believe they can do it in the Big Ten West. It's a road. It's a long road. The Big Ten West is winnable. It's winnable. Now what happens with this? If they get rid of the division winners slash the divisions, now you're telling me winning the Big Ten West means nothing. And that's the legislation that conferences, this is just being reported by Yahoo Sports this afternoon, saying that leagues are wanting to determine how they select the championship matchup, not how the divisions line out. So if you have the two best teams in the Big Ten are who? Let's say Ohio State and Michigan. Let's just say Harbaugh gets it together. Ohio State and Michigan. They want to select that as the Big Ten championship, not, oh, we got to have a team from the Big Ten West, a Northwestern, uh, a Nebraska. That hurts. That hurts. Because let me tell you, the gap from winning the Big Ten West for Nebraska to actually being in the top two in the entire Big Ten, that gap is big. I can win the Big Ten West here, right? The Huskers can win the Big Ten West, right? Eventually, can they be in the top two in the Big Ten if you get rid of the divisions? Ouch. That's something that that hit me today. But they want to do it. Well, we don't want division wins, and then we leave some good teams out of the playoff. We want more teams in the playoff. We want we want the best teams that we can get, so let's get rid of the division rules for conference championships. That's what they're looking at, conference by conference. Of course, it'll be up to them. Coming right back with Keith Smith, NBA writer, Yahoo Sports. I want him to tell me, is Becky Hammond going to get a serious look in Portland? Rapid City's own Becky Hammond getting interviewed by the Trailblazers. 
What are the chances? Keith Smith next. You're listening to The Nate Brown Show. Remember to follow us on Twitter at Nate Brown Show and like us on Facebook by searching Fox Sports Rapid City. All these fried chicken sandwich wars got us thinking, what are they hiding with all that bread? Oh, yeah, they're hiding all the fried chicken. But the new fried chicken taco from Taco John's doesn't. Wrapped in a warm tortilla so the flavor's even closer to your taste buds. With your choice of two unique sauces that really, really bring the flavor. Each for just $2.49. Whoa, that's even less bread. The new fried chicken taco from Taco John's. Bigger, bolder, better. Download our app for exclusive deals. Collins Siding has been the region's premier window siding door and gutter installation specialist since 1974. They use only the highest quality materials and never compromise on their workmanship. Collins Siding is licensed, bonded, and their estimates always include labor, materials, and applicable permits and taxes. Collins Siding has been providing top quality service and exceeding high standards for over 45 years, and you can find out how by visiting them at 2016 Cherry Avenue. Collins Siding, 2016 Cherry Avenue, Rapid City. Customer service and knowledge. You expect it, and we provide it. As a general insurance agency, Fisher Rounds & Associates has aligned itself with the nation's strongest carrier networks, giving you the highest quality coverage at the best possible price. When it comes to claims or other issues, we handle everything so you don't have to. That's what we mean when we say we're at your service and at your side. Fisher Rounds & Associates, proudly serving South Dakota with offices in Pierre, Mitchell, Rapid City, Sioux Falls, and Watertown. Hi, it's Colin Cowart. Great to be in the Black Hills. Get in the herd weekdays, 10 to 1, 1067 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports, Rapid City. Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Remember, if you don't catch us live, you can catch the podcast anytime. It's uploaded every night. The Nate Brown Show podcast is out there on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Find the Nate Brown Show podcast. Listen on your phone at your own convenience. Easy to do. FoxSportsRapidCity.com as well. The Nate Brown Show archives there. Thanks for listening today live. We're live weekdays 4 to 6. Busy show tonight. Well, Rapid City's own Becky Hammond back in the news. It's kind of this time of year every year. At least the last few years, we've we've heard Becky Hammond's name thrown around a lot as a candidate for some NBA head coaching jobs, and it's happening again. Um, she was rumored to be in for the Milwaukee Bucks not so long ago, and now this time right now, it's the Portland Trailblazers. That's the report that she'll get interviewed this week by the Trailblazers. Some reports have sh- uh, been throwing around the Orlando Magic, but uh, maybe not as much momentum behind that position. We'll see where this goes. Becky Hammond, Rapid City Zone. Um, what type of serious look will she get? That's what I said today. I said, hey, I'm not in the business of telling organizations or other businesses who they need to hire. I, I don't love, you know, we see, see that a lot um, in the NFL and, and, and wherever. People love saying, you need to hire this person. You need to hire. You can make arguments for, for a lot of things, but I'm not uh, usually in the habit of you need to do this and tell our organization because we don't know all the facts. So all I ask is uh, the Becky Hammond issue is I said today she should get a serious look. I look at some coaches that have been hired, 
no coaching experience. They, they have been hired. And I look at her experience with the Spurs since 2014, her background, um, and I say she should get a serious look. I, I believe that. Will she uh, from the Blazers? Or is it another one? Well, she was a candidate and didn't get it. Keith Smith, NBA writer, Yahoo Sports contributor, back of the Nate Brown Show. Keith, how are you? I'm doing well, thanks for having me. I appreciate your time. So give me your perspective here. Um, A lot of people in Rapid City, uh, we watch Becky play high school basketball here. It's a great story. Um, Some people are saying, will she ever get this job? Will she be the first female NBA head coach? Or is the name just going to keep popping every summer? Um, What is your initial take here as it looks like she's going to get interviewed by the Blazers? Yeah, I think she is closer than ever now. I think what we're finally seeing is before it was, it was uh, I don't want to say courtesy interviews because that's disrespectful, but I think, and I don't think teams waste their time on those, but I think it was more of a feeling out process. You know, hey, let's kind of get to know her a little bit, maybe something down the line. I think these interests now, we know the Portland interests, has been out there. Orlando's interest is out there. It's uh, thought that maybe the Boston Celtics will will could go that route. I think that's all very real interest, and she's a very real candidate for any of those jobs. And I and I think that's big. So I, even if it's not this year, I think it's probably within you know uh, the next. Uh, a couple of hiring cycles at the latest. Okay, so a lot of people will also say this, Keith. They'll say, well, they're just waiting for the, the Spurs to hire her. She, she should just hang hang on there in San Antonio. She'll just get the job when Pop's done. I don't necessarily think she should, quote, wait, um, but is that a real factor? Yeah, I, I, it's probably somewhat of a factor, but I don't think generally people, unless it is a known thing that that coach is done within a year or two years, are going to sit and wait for that job. Um, and then you have to you know, feel very, very confident that you're next up because we've seen multiple times the you know, heir apparent, either the head coach never retires or when they do, there's an organizational decision you know, hey, we really want to bring in new people, fresh voices, whatever it may be. So I think she's best served if she gets the opportunity to take it now. The other thing is Pop has continually generated great coaches, and there's another one right on his own staff, Will Hardy, who I think people may think, you know, is going to be someone who's going to get that job instead. So we'll, we'll see, you know, how that all comes together. Okay, Keith Smith talking. Becky Hammond getting interviewed by Portland uh, this week is the report. He's a contributor for Yahoo Sports NBA writer. Find Keith on Twitter at KeithSmithNBA. What are teams looking for in an NBA head coach? Keith, you've been covering the league a long time. Things have changed. Um, guys like A guy like Steve Nash, no experience at all, comes in, is coaching Brooklyn, has some great players. We know that. What are teams looking for in 2021 for a head coach? It's very, very situational. There's no one-size-fits-all answer to that question. So what you see is some of the teams that are in a rebuilding phase are going to be looking for someone that they believe can develop talent. Uh, they're not necessarily, you know, need to hire a proven winner or anything like that because they know it's, it's not about that for them where they're at. Uh, teams that are more 
are ready to win, you, you generally they're going to look for somebody who's ready to win with them. And in the Steve Nash situation, it was it was more about a connector uh, versus you know a, you know super strong X's and O's coach because you know you know to some extent you can roll out the basketball and James Harden. Well, Harden wasn't there when they hired him, but Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and now James Harden, you're going to win pretty well. I, I could do pretty good, I think, <laughs> with, with those three guys. Um, but you know, so you're trying to just kind of look at it and say, all right, you know, we're we're but what we need is someone who is respected around the league, someone who has that kind of voice to reason that can say, you know, hey, we're going to run this play at the end of the game because here's where it is. And then when you go with somebody like that, you fill them out with a very strong staff, which they did. They got him some really great assistance, including a couple guys who have former head coaching experience and those kind of things. So it's, it's not one thing. It's really situational. Okay. This is a tough question here. It's a tough question. You're on in Becky Hammond's hometown, okay? Um so we're big Becky Hammond fans. But I, I will ask this. Why not Becky Hammond? And, and give me your honest thought, maybe what they're thinking about. She's been an assistant, been there at San Antonio since 2014. There's a lot of good assistant coaches, I assume. I don't know all these guys. Many people don't. Why not Becky Hammond? Yeah, I, I think if you're Portland... Um, what you could use as your reasoning there is she has not been a head coach, and you are trying to do everything you can to make sure Damian Lillard stays happy and wants to stay a trailblazer. So far, he's never indicated anything but, but we all know how that goes with superstars. It eventually gets to a point where they're like, all right, if it's not going to happen here, I want to get somewhere where it will. So that would be that side. If you're Orlando, you could look at it as, we don't want to put her in a position where there's going to be a lot of losing over the next couple of years for the Orlando Magic. Mm-hmm. You never want, whether it be Becky Hammond or any other first-time head coach, to have that then associated with them. Of, well, you know, look, look, they didn't win, and, you know, are they ever going to be a real good coach? We've seen a lot of very highly thought-of coaches kind of go by the wayside because their first time around was a failure. And also with Becky Hammond, uh, right or wrong, and I tend to lean towards wrong, very wrong, you're going to have that perception of, She's a female. Can she coach, you know, a male sports team at the highest level? You know, is that something that she can actually do? And you don't want to have anything around that kind of giving fuel to that fire for those who will say, no, you know, see, this will never work and those kind of things. And that's going to have to be, uh, you know, a strong front office, a strong group of players that can all buy in and kind of get past what I think is, you know, should hopefully eventually be a non kind of story and something we don't care about. But when it's the first time it happens, it's going to be something that's going to be talked about regularly. Do you believe whether it's the Blazers or the Magic uh, per se, but let's say the Blazers, for example, do you believe they talk to the players if they go down the Becky Hammond route because there is more scrutiny, a microscope, it's a different scenario than most. Do they get in with the players if they make that call and are going to go with her? Do you believe that? Yeah, I don't think you talk to all of them. You know, and certainly some of those guys aren't going to be on that roster the next year anyway. But you're going to go to your main players. So in Portland, you're going to you're going to go to Damian Lillard and make sure you know whether that's Becky Hammond or just anybody. You want to make sure you know he's on board with that because because again, you're trying to make sure that he wants to stay there. And then I think you're going to, you know, maybe a handful of your veteran voices uh, to make sure, you know, hey, 
we need you to be supportive of this hire again because of all everything that'll come along with uh, an opportunity for Becky Hammond. You want to make sure that everybody is on the same page and going to be very very supportive as this moves forward. Yeah, Keith Smith, NBA writer, Yahoo Sports contributor, talking Becky Hammond. Um, close, uh, you say? If it's your gut feeling. Do you think uh, she doesn't get a job this cycle, or do you think we get a surprise here? Uh, With the jobs that are open right now, my gut says she probably doesn't this cycle just because I think Portland's going to go with somebody maybe that they feel is a little more established. I think she has a better shot there than probably anywhere else. And then I just don't think Orlando, because of the whole idea of I don't think they'd want to set her up to, you know, lose 50 to 60 games her first couple of years and, you know, then, then have to kind of endure through that. I think that might be, um, you know, a place where they're going to go slightly different route. But we'll see. I mean, you could easily convince me that Orlando says, you know what, hey, let's figure it out here. Let's let her grow on the fly. Um, it's a very progressive city here in Orlando. You know, we, we, we can support this, and it's an organization that I think feels, you know, hey, we can make this happen. So it, it won't, it's not going to shock me if she gets a job. I just think it's, it's probably, you know, one, one more year away. And that generally is the path for the assistant coaches. It usually is, you know, you hear about them going on interviews for a couple of years, and then they finally land the job. Okay, Keith Smith, before I let you run, um, next Nets, Bucks tonight, uh, and then we have these other uh, Clippers uh, battling here. Uh, Hawks surprise the 76ers. Who's the best team left? Who, who's uh, who's rolling right now? You got Kyrie's injury, Harden's injury. Who's the best team left? Yeah, if they were fully healthy, it would be the Nets, but they're not fully healthy. We'll see if James Harden can actually go tonight and if he can be effective. Uh, if not, I think it's between the Bucks and the Clippers. I think. You know, the Bucks are, they seem to have found some stuff, even despite the injuries. That kind of worked for them against the Nets the last couple games. So I just think they're in, you know, a better place. And clearly the Clippers have figured some stuff out against Utah. Utah, they, they need to get like Conley back, and they need to get Donovan Mitchell uh, going. He's clearly not right either. So uh, I think Clippers and Bucks, uh, you know, they're, they're kind of, you know, the, the 1A, 1B right behind the number one uh, healthy Nets. But if the Nets aren't healthy, give me either one of those two teams, and I, I think we, you've got a pretty good run at it. Mm, Clippers, Bucks, Keith Smith uh, in today. Yahoo Sports contributor, NBA writer, playoffs in action again, and the Becky Hammond watch uh, underway, especially with the Blazers here this week. Keith, always great. Thanks a lot. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Keith Smith on the Nate Brown Show, Fox Sports Rapid City, Yahoo Sports NBA writer, uh, Keith Smith NBA on Twitter. So that that's where I'll hold. That's where I'll hold is um, – I'm never just going to blaze uh, a trail here and, and just blast a horn. You need to hire this person, whether that's Becky Hammond or whoever. Okay, I've, always, I've never done that on this program when I thought about the Broncos coaches' openings or, or whoever. You know, oh, it's, it's this guy. It's this person. It, you need to do this. We don't know what the Blazers are looking for. Their organization, the future, K, how this goes. We don't know the ownership thinking, the whole thing. You just don't know enough for fans and people to say, yeah, you got to do it. Becky Hammond's the no-brainer. I, I will say 
just from her history, her background, her track record, who she's worked with, um, Becky Hammond seems like she's been on that path. But again, there's quite a few folks that are on that path. What do I mean by that? A lot of assistant coaches along the way that have been here and there and grinding as well. Okay? I just said yesterday when I saw Mike D'Antoni's name pop up, well, here's Mike D'Antoni back on the scene. <laughs> I say, he's already gotten this opportunity, that one, that one, and it's not like he sets the world on fire. So if there's guys grinding along the way, have the same track record, the background, the knowledge, the whole thing, um, then it comes down to how that interview goes, how that discussion goes. There's a lot more to it than, yes, the Blazers have to hire Becky Hammond. Do I think she deserves a chance? I sure think so. I sure think so, and I hope she's getting a very serious look. I will say that. A very serious look. Um, there are no longer, I believe, oh, we, we're concerned about the, the microscope, and it's going to be a PR circus and everything like this. That stuff will subside. I think it'll elevate your brand and your organization more than detract, for sure. You know, everyone, oh, they hired Becky, this, that. She loses. You're going to be worried about Becky every game. That That's not going to happen. She's going to become a coach, and it's going to be like any other coach in the NBA. I believe that. It'll happen for a while. It won't keep on going and going as a big hoopla thing, and Becky Hammond this, Becky Hammond that. She'll get a job, and she'll be a coach, just like every other coach. And I think uh, she deserves a serious look. Coming right back with Kelvin Torvey. The Hard Hats went 3-4 and four this past week. Post-22 in action against the Rapid City. Post-320 stars tonight. Well, the game's at 7, so let's get a preview. Hard Hats at their home stadium. Brand-new ballpark taking on the stars. We'll talk to Kelvin Torvey, Post-22 head man next. The Nate Brown Show. Weather brought to you by Mickels Post Frame Buildings. Have you seen some of those never-ending building projects around the hills? Well, if you want your post frame building built with all the warranted materials included and you want it completed on time, call MPF Buildings of Blackhawk at 787-4967 or email MicklesPostframe at AOL.com. MPF Buildings, new steel roofs and post frame buildings built the way you expect your building to be. Owner operated for over 30 years. Phone 787-4967. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Partly cloudy skies tonight with a chance for scattered thunderstorms. Lows around 72. South winds 8 to 15 miles per hour. Lots of sunshine tomorrow. Daytime highs approaching 89. Chance for scattered showers tomorrow night. Lows around 61. Partly cloudy. Mid 80s Thursday. Low 80s Friday. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 96. The best new cars make the best used cars. This month, get 2.49% financing on select certified Toyotas. Drive certified and get a 12-month, 12,000-mile limited comprehensive warranty, 7-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain warranty, plus 7 years of roadside assistance. See Denny Menholtz Toyota for all the details. At Denny Menholtz Auto Group, we buy cars. Did you know that vehicles are in high demand? Due to limited inventory, your vehicle has never been worth more. Stop by any of our Rapid City Denny Menholtz dealerships and either sell or trade today. Located off I-90 on East Mall Drive. Drive in today. 
Hey, Black Hills, Boss Pizza and Chicken is now bringing you the best new sports bar in Rapid City. Grab your crew and check out the new Boss Pizzeria and Sports Bar on North La Crosse Street. Same great pizza, chicken, and food you love from Boss, and now a full-service bar with beer, wine, and liquor. Boss Pizzeria and Sports Bar is a newly remodeled sports bar with TVs all around and a sports ticker dedicated to local and regional sports. This is the place for sports fans in the Black Hills. The new Boss Pizzeria and Sports Bar in North La Crosse and Rapid City. They're open early and open really late. Also with delivery at Boss Pizza chicken.com broadcasting from the anytime auto sales service and detail studio sales service and side-by-sides this is fox sports rapid city We're getting you set for baseball tonight. Your sports, your show. The Nate Brown Show is live weekdays 4 to 6 on Fox Sports Rapid City. Tonight's 7 o'clock first pitch. Black Hills Surgical Hospital Ballpark. The brand new stadium. Site for post 320, post 22 tonight. The Hard Hats are 17 and 12 as they get into mid-June here. Head coach at post 22 is Kelvin Torvey. Uh, the Hard Hats took care of post 320 over there at Pete Lane Field earlier, and now they get them at home. Uh, they'll try and do the same. Hard Hats stars in action tonight at 7 o'clock. Coach, it's good to have you on. How are you? I'm doing great, Nate. Thank you for having me on. Well, let me ask you about your club right now, where you're at. Um, last week, some ups, some downs. You go three and four. Um, what do you feel after last week? Well, uh, I don't know, to be honest. You know, we go to Harrisburg and get swept. We go to Brookings and sweep, and then we play West Fargo and get swept. So uh, I don't know. You know, it's uh, it's, been that, it's been that kind of year. One thing I did like against uh, West Fargo is we did compete. Um, you know, we got out to a 6-1 lead in the first game, and then we kind of ran out of pitching, and West Fargo banged the ball around a lot quite a bit. Second game, we were down 5-1, but we battled back and tied it. So, you know, the main thing to me is that we are – I think we're starting to discover what it means to compete. And so once we do that, we're going to be okay. The hard hats are 17 and 12. I'm going to ask you about the play, the style of play. Hitting the ball, or is your offense where you want it to be offensively or as good as you need it to be for the most part to compete? Uh, I, we're getting there. Um, I've been really happy the way the, our approach to the plate, um, pretty much starting in Brookings, you know, our approach to the plate has been a lot better. We're having a lot more competitive at bats. We're a lot being a lot. Uh, we're, we're more difficult to pitch to now. Uh, again, that is only four games old, two in Brookings and two in West Fargo. But um, we are trending in the right direction at the plate. We do need to get better. You know, we do. Uh, we still have questions about our bullpen and our fourth and fifth starter. So we do need to continue to improve offensively. How about defensively, Coach? If you pinpoint one thing, what jumps out to you as some some concerns? Well, I don't know about a concern. It was a concern early, but once we uh, put Blake Weaver at shortstop and Drew Shabinsky at second and Riker Henney at third, uh, it seems like everything has settled down defensively. We're starting to make routine plays, and, um, you know, that's how you win ball games. And once, you know, if you're going to get a ground ball to short and you're sure the guy's going to field it and throw him out, that allows everybody else to relax a little bit, you know, on the mound. You know, the guy in the mound knows that, well, if I get a ground ball here, I got an out. And it relaxes you at the plate because, you know, you just you make routine plays and you only give the other team three outs an inning. 
then you're going to be okay. Does this team kind of have to grind out each game? You said, hey, sometimes we're young, we're starting to learn how to compete. Um, this is going to kind of be a grind out every game type team. It is. You know, we played uh, the only two games I think we've blown out are the two Brooking games. Yeah. Um, and so, other than that, it's been you know, you know, it's been hard. And so, and I'm fine with that. You know, what we try to do at post 22, and I told our guys this after uh, West Fargo is we want to put you in stressful situations. You know, because the state tournament and the national regionals are stressful, and so we want to stress you out now. And so I'm fine with grinding games out. You know, I'd rather do that going into the state tournament than, excuse me, have a bunch of blowouts to where there's really, you don't play a sixth or seventh inning essentially. So, you know, I'm fine grinding it out. And uh, as long as we compete, I think we're going to, we're going to be okay. Kelvin Torvey's on tonight, post 22 head coach. We'll have baseball post 320 visiting post 22, seven o'clock first pitch. Get there. Warm evening, a little breeze out there for you. Coach Torvey on today. What did you think of Harrisburg? Speaking of a state tournament type team, they're going to be there, Coach. What did you think of them? I, uh, you know, they're good. Um, you know, they got two good pitches. We faced them both. Um, but they can, you know, I think if we play our game, we can we can beat them though. And I told the guys that uh, the bus the next morning that there's a couple three things that we noticed as coaches that uh, if we execute, we'll do, we'll be fine against them. That being said, we can't go out there and lay an egg like we did down there, you know, last week. We got to play well and we got to execute. But I do believe that we'll we can beat them if we play our game and do it right. Okay, how about tonight? We know you played post three twenty. You beat them earlier. It was a great pitch performance um these one game these big games and it's just one um what's the mindset for the team as you said it's a little bit different how do you get them prepared for tonight you don't don't even mention it you know they know it's different you know they know who we're playing and you don't want to draw attention to that fact. You just basically go out there and say the same thing I told you. You know, let's compete. Let's make the routine play. Let's have competitive at-bats. Let's have uh, competitive strikes from the mound. And then, you know, at the end of the day, we count them up. And usually if you do that, you come out on top. But uh, if we don't, if we have an inconsistent game in any of the three areas of the sport, you know, it's going to be tough. So, um, you know, we just keep harping on the same thing that we've done, uh, we've harped on all year. Take care of our business and we'll be fine. Any ringers at post 320 that could be on the mound that you have to be ready for? Not sure. I know Logan Miller hasn't pitched yet. Uh, I think Jimmy Rogers threw yesterday. I saw a picture in the journal of him pitching. So I really don't know who they're going to throw. Um, regardless, you know, whether whoever threw 20 throws or Harrisburg or Brookings or Yankton, you know, we have to do the exact same thing and have to be smart at the plate, be aggressive, and, and execute a plan. Kelvin Torvey on tonight. It's post 320 in the Hard Hats tonight at the new ballpark, 7 o'clock. Uh, the Hard Hats 17 and 12. Uh, we'll see you out there tonight. We'll have first pitch on Fox Sports Rapid City. Coach, thanks a lot. Good luck. Thanks so much, Nate. Appreciate it. Kelvin Torvey right before batting practice there. Getting set at Black Hills Surgical Hospital Ballpark before the post-320 matchup tonight. 7 o'clock first pitch, Adam Birch with the call. And uh, I'll tell you, going to be a little warm. This baseball weather. It's baseball weather. I mean, we can't complain about this. A little breezy, a little baseball weather. Is the wind going to be blowing in? I kind of get the direction of the wind. I mean, I'm in this studio. I was out today. You know, I do get out. I prepare for this show hours and hours and hours, but I do get out. I see the sun every now and then. And uh, the wind, I think, is blowing in, maybe cross, cross the field blowing in. We'll see. Okay. We'll leave it to Adam Birch, our baseball guy, uh, to make sure he's got you covered tonight. 7 o'clock first pitch. The Hard Hats, 17 and 12. 
kind of a tough week last week. Beat Yankton handily. Lost to Harrisburg twice. They've got some ringers, okay? They've got some uh, aces on that pitching staff, some some D1 uh, college players. And so that's going to be a team you're going to have to face, I do believe, to try and win a state championship. We're a ways away from it. It'll be here before you know it. The region coming up in a month and then the state uh, tournament. So these uh, types of games against South Dakota opponents are very important. Hard Hats lost to Harrisburg a couple of times, bounced back against Brookings, and then lost to West Fargo. Those are some pretty good teams here in the region. A Harrisburg, a West Fargo, can post 22, continue to um, compete at a really high level with those teams. I, I believe so. I believe so. But it's not maybe as dominant as you've seen like this last year. Last year, they were they were kind of rolling. This team, pretty darn good. A few bumps along the way. Um, I like some of these guys, though. Speaking of college players, we've got some ourselves for the hard hats. Keel, really good, cranking it up. Goble, really good. Uh, hard hats and stars tonight at 7 o'clock. We're coming back with this. Um, a Major League Baseball manager, okay? Major League Baseball manager. You all know this guy. He says, you know... The sticky substances from pitchers, not that big a deal. Not that big a deal. Is he right? We'll break it down next. You're listening to The Nate Brown Show, streaming live at FoxSportsRapidCity.com and right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. We're all going somewhere, going higher, faster, farther, going in new directions to new places. At Monument Health, we keep going so you can keep going. We're dedicated to advanced orthopedic care with the latest innovations, technology, expertise, and treatment. So keep exploring, keep making memories, keep going with Monument Health as your partner. Learn more at monument.health/orthopedics. Not all trusts fit in a box. We do our best to um, to put a personal touch on each one and really listen to our customers and make sure that we take care of them the very best that we can. We are going to apply the, the best of our knowledge and ability and care to really analyze our situation and find all the best uh, solutions that we possibly can. We customize what we do to what you need. Pioneer Bank and Trust is local. KIMM Rapid City and K294BT Rapid City. This is the Black Hills Sports Station, 1067 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports Rapid City. Hey guys, the Man Salon is now offering a free beer with your haircut. So let me lay this out for you. You'll get a great haircut with your personal stylist, shampoo, hot towel, shoulder massage, all in your own station watching a game, and now having a beer? It's where I go every time. The Man Salon has two locations on West Main and Rushmore Crossing, plus offering a military discount for active and retired military. Sit back, relax, have a free drink, just book your next appointment, and enjoy themansalon.net. Here at Pizza Ranch, we appreciate innovations in food delivery, like how the ancient Italians used to slingshot hot meals to hungry Romans on the go. And while we appreciate the creativity, it turned out to be, well, a little messy. So, we found a better way to bring you our legendary pizza, the country's best chicken, and our one-of-a-kind cactus bread. Just place your order online, on the phone, or on our app, and then pick it up or have it delivered right to your door. All nicely packaged in clean, sturdy, non-flying boxes. No catching necessary. Pizza Ranch. Mmm, mmm. This is the story of Ted. 
Ted didn't play the lotto with everyone else at the office. Jackpot? Ha! Ted laughed. Sure, it's fun to dream, but you're never going to win. Until they did. Guess who still works at the office? Ted. Guess who doesn't? Everyone else. Don't be a Ted. You've got a lot to win. Give yourself a chance. Play lotto games from the South Dakota Lottery today. Good fun. Must be 18 to play. Please play responsibly. Ever since Barron's Wilson Funeral Home first opened their doors in Rapid City 140 years ago, they have continued to make personal service their number one priority. In your time of grief, they offer a personal touch by being at your side through every step of the funeral process. They answer difficult questions and guide you toward other professional services you may need. See for yourself the wide variety of services they can provide for you by visiting their website at barronswilson.com. And 200, 2 and a quarter, 2 to the bit, 1 above, 50, 1 to get 250, here, no 75, 275, now 3. Hi folks, Kevin McPherson, McPherson Auction Company. We can turn your property to cash. We can sell your personal property and your real estate at auction. A family business for 64 years and counting. We've sold several millions of dollars in property over the years. We're happy to consult with you on your auction plans. Let our selling experience work for you. Call McPherson Auction, 605-348-1369. Visit us on our web at McPhersonAuction.com. Hi, this is Dan Patrick. Remember to catch me weekday mornings from 7 until 10 a.m. right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, back to Rapid City's sports talk show, The Nate Brown Show. Nate. Welcome back in. It's always a great day in the Black Hills. You know that even when it's 100. Is it 100 out there? I got a little AC. Something's working here at Fox Sports Rapids. We had the tower problem. We had some phone issues. There are things working like the AC, so we're okay there. We're okay there. The Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. We're always working as well, trying to get after it. Thought-provoking sports talk for you. We're in the drive at 5, brought to you by Summit Automotive Group. SummitAutoGRP.com, where I start. The next vehicle search, that's where you want to go. SummitAutoGRP.com. Car buying built around you at SummitAutoGRP.com. Rapid City Rush announced a change today. Daniel Tatrell, you've heard him on this show every week, all season long, the head coach of the Rush. They've mutually agreed to part ways, so Tatrell is moving on, and so are the Rush. President of the Rapid City Rush, Todd Mackin, with an explanation and an interview on the way next. So we'll hear from Todd Mackin coming up next, talking Rapid City Rush in the future. Uh, and the new head coach, whoever that may be. Ryan O'Halloran's in this hour. Broncos beat writer Denver Post. He checks in from mandatory minicamp. First day for the Broncos in action. How was it? Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. What a battle. What a battle for the quarterback spot. Is it Teddy's team yet? It's first day of practice. Hang on. Chill. Ryan O'Halloran, Denver Post. He's on the way. 720-1067 is our number. Be a part of the conversation. We'll invite you in. The Nate Brown Show, 720-1067, our number. The Barons Wilson text line as well, 720-1067. You can direct text the show on the Barons Wilson text line. So today, uh, Major League Baseball announced this big crackdown, right? We started the show with this. Big crackdown. The commissioner's office saying, hey, now the umpires are going to be checking every pitcher, in Major League Baseball, every game, starters, 
relievers, every pitcher. They're going to be looking. They even went to the rules. Get this. Get this. This is a beauty on, on this hot day in the Black Hills. Hey, if it's a night game or you're playing indoors, no sunscreen. Okay. <laughs> so, hey, what, hang on a second. Well, what if what if it's kind of a night game, but the sun's still out at 7? Am I okay? Well, if it's a night game, I don't know. Oh, come on. Come on. Because they're worried about sunscreen, right? Sunscreen. So, Major League Baseball, just so worried about everything. The the sticky substances is the problem, right? That's the problem. I'm going to tell you, I, I don't love uh, this edge and that edge. I don't love getting this edge and that edge. I, I don't get it in baseball. It's If it's not one thing, it's another. But I will say this isn't going to do much. I'm going to stick with that. The big crackdown. We're going to eject pitchers and suspend them for 10 games if they find little sunscreen in a night game. Oh, look out. By the way, I'm serious about that. What if it's 7 o'clock, 7 to 5 first pitch? I can't have it? What's <laughs> So sunscreen, they, they don't want the sunscreen-rosin combo. The spider tack, you know, I don't even know what spider tack is. I need some spider tack at the house, I think. But I don't even know what that is. And they're using that, so they're going to crack down on that as well. Um, an estimated 75% of pitchers doctor the ball. That's what uh, the Athletic uh, reported. An estimated 75% of pitchers doctor the ball. The, the illegal sticky stuff, spider tack, um, sunscreen, the whole thing. So Major League Baseball thinks they have the answer. Well, here's Buck Showalter today. Here, all you baseball old schoolers. Are you with Buck? Buck Showalter, former manager, right? Yankees, Orioles, right? Buck Showalter says, here, here's his take on it, on the foreign substances and the crackdown. He says, there was kind of a code where you don't touch my guy and I don't touch your guy. Then we play baseball on even ground. He, he says, my guy may have something just to grip the ball better so nobody gets hit. And he knows where the ball is going. Okay. Then he went on to say, what I'd like to see is a guy like Josh Donaldson go to home plate without batting gloves or pine tar tonight. If he wants to prove a point, go up there and not be able to grip the bat tonight. So Buck Showalter is kind of going down the road of saying, hey, this has been happening here. This isn't all of a sudden a magic thing that pitchers have all of a sudden started doing more and more. And he said, hang on, the, the batters knew this was going on, and now we've created a big problem here in the middle of June. I do think baseball tries figuring this out, whole record strikeouts, league low batting average, um, meaning in a half a century. I mean, it's a league low batting average in a half century, and they think that's what it is. And there's just more to it than that. So keep your eye on this. Pitchers will be checked every game now. Pitchers are going to get checked every game. We'll see if it really affects the offense of the game. I still think uh, baseball's a marathon, right? The numbers don't just flip overnight. But the analytics are so good these days, maybe we'll be able to see spin rates down, hitting up, averages, and the ball in play more often. We shall see. There's more to it. And, and listeners have chimed in today saying the exact same thing. So I'm with you. Checking in on the question of the day on Major League Baseball. What is the biggest problem for Major League Baseball right now? I ask you this. If you didn't hit us the first hour, what's your take on it? Biggest problem for Major League Baseball right now? 
39% of the audience says it's simply the game is too slow. The game is too slow. Um, here's t- uh, 32% say it's the lack of offense. The lack of offense and action in the game. 29%, there's just way too many games, no sense of urgency. Boy, that's a close vote. 39%, the game's too slow overall. 32% lack of offense in Major League Baseball is the biggest problem. 29% of you say there's way too many games. Let's check in on this. Um, listener text, it's a lack of contact. It's either strike it or home runs. No one steals bases. Ban the shift. Regulate the stickiness of the balls. Prevent analytics from ruining the game even further. This guy's passionate. He's passionate. Um, he says... You have enough time to place bets on everything. Maybe sports betting will save Major League Baseball. That's not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Major League Baseball is going to need something, a little shot in the arm. I would like a pitch clock. Maybe that will get the pace up. I'm okay with some of these new rules. A lot of the baseball um, traditionalists hate some of these new rules, as this guy Biggest problem with Major League Baseball, listener text, 720-1067. Stupid rule changes. Seven-inning games. The runner on second and extra innings. (laughs) Major League Baseball just can't win. I mean, they just can't win right now. And it feels like they can't get out of their own way. So now their new plan, it's the pitcher's fault. It's the pitcher's fault. By the way, would you be okay with moving the mound back? Would that help a little bit, moving the mound back? We, we always think so small, it feels like, well, this is going to fix it. The sticky substances, that's going to fix it. It might be bigger than that. It might be bigger. We've advanced here in 2021. Are athletes bigger, stronger, faster? I, I think so. Maybe to get offense cranked up a little bit, maybe you move it back. It's kind of like the NBA three-point line, you know? We had to move that back from the high school line. Something to think about. Uh, We come back with the president of the Rapid City Rush, Todd Mackin. Why the decision with Daniel Tatrell as the head coach to mutually part ways today. Todd Mackin of the Rapid City Rush president on the way. This is the Nate Brown Show. Nothing beats the quality of the 1994 to 2002 Dodge Ram 2500 4x4 trucks with 5.9 liter Cummins diesel engines. And nobody has a better selection of these great trucks than quality motors in Rapid City. With over 35 units on hand, you'll find an amazing truck that'll get the job done for a mere fraction of the price of a new truck. At Quality Motors, Ray is all about top quality trucks with attention to detail a priority. See for yourself at Quality Motors, Samco Plaza off Deadwood Avenue, Rapid City. Call Ray at 605-431-1945. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Partly cloudy skies tonight with a chance for scattered thunderstorms. Lows around 72. South winds 8 to 15 miles per hour. Lots of sunshine tomorrow. Daytime highs approaching 89. Chance for scattered showers tomorrow night. Lows around 61. Partly cloudy. Mid 80s Thursday. Low 80s Friday. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 96. 
It's Honda's certified Dream Deal sales event. Up to an additional two years, 50,000 miles comprehensive warranty, plus certified Hondas come with seven-year, 100,000-mile powertrain coverage, free oil changes your first year, and 24-7 roadside assistance. See Denny Menholt Rushmore Honda for all the certified details. At Denny Menholt Auto Group, we buy cars. Did you know that vehicles are in high demand? Due to limited inventory, your vehicle has never been worth more. Stop by any of our Rapid City Denny Menholt dealerships and either sell or trade today. Located off I-90 on East Mall Drive. Drive in today. All right, it's summer in the Black Hills, and if you're looking for the best place to have a cold one with the best selection, the number one place in Rapid City is Poor 54 downtown. This is my new favorite spot with 54 taps of craft beer from South Dakota and regional breweries, plus cider, wine, and hard seltzer. Poor 54 has three levels with the great sports area upstairs. With Detroit-style pizza and great appetizers, there's just no place like it in Rapid City. you got to hit Poor 54 downtown at 615. Main Street. Hello, everyone. This is Todd Singh with Singh Contracting. I'm here to remind you it's time to get that roof done. So what are you waiting for? Give us a call today. We'll give you our own estimate, separate from insurance, so you can make sure they're taking care of you. Call today, 343-ROOF. That's 343-7663. Or visit us at singcontracting.com. Don't delay. Call today. Bye. We all know life's busy, and if you get sick, you can get behind pretty quick. That's where Black Hills Urgent Care comes in. No appointments needed, no long waits, just fast, affordable care to get you feeling better quicker. Black Hills Urgent Care has two locations in Rapid City on Haynes Avenue and Mountain View Road. You can simply check in online at bhucare.com. That's with the letter U, bhucare.com. When you need care, see the team at Black Hills Urgent Care, the faster way to get better. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. Show South Dakota Sports Talk Show. Thanks for listening here in the Black Hills, 1067 FM, 1150 AM. Also getting some listens from Sioux Falls. What are you up to at Sioux Falls? Thanks for checking in. FoxSportsRapidCity.com. Live stream anywhere on your phone. Also bring us up on YouTube. The Nate Brown Show on YouTube. You can subscribe, watch the show live in studio camera. What do we got up there? We got some new uh, pennants here. We got some new pennants. So I'm not going to tell you who put the new pennants up. We'll leave that to your... uh, uh, mind here so far. We got Twins and we got Rockies. What's going on? Twins, Rockies. Am I missing anything else? We'll see. We'll see what happens here. Live in video, uh, in studio camera up there, YouTube and also on Twitter at Nate Brown Show. Well, big news on the local sports front and uh, Rapid City Rush Hockey. We talk Rush Hockey every week on this program. And uh, Daniel Tatrell's been the head coach of the Rush, but uh, no longer. They've mutually agreed to part ways, the Rush and head coach Daniel Tatrell. The president of the Rapid City Rush, we've had him on a lot as well. He joins us tonight on Fox Sports Rapid City. It's Todd Mackin. Todd, it's good to have you on. How are you? I'm doing okay. Thanks, Nate. Appreciate your time. So um, you've been in sports. You've been in organizations a while. Um, when you think about big decisions or big things like this and discussions, um, what ultimately goes into 
a mutually agreed upon departure here between a guy that's been with the team, coached the team, played for the team. Uh, what went into it today? Well, today was a hard day um, for ownership, for myself, for our front office, for our hockey operations department, because uh, of how much uh, Coach Tatro has meant to this organization over the past seven years. Uh, certainly, uh, him and I have a great relationship, um, and 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 I believe kind of in the Big Tent theory, and it's you know kind of everybody kind of uh, rose in the same direction, and and uh, we keep trying to accomplish things uh, like winning hockey games, uh, being a great community partner, um, you know, being good to our season ticket holders and our sponsors, and, and uh, so we, we kind of sat down with ownership, uh, Coach Tatro and I also spent some time talking through um, what this last season looked like and, and, and really what our goals were for the future of Rapid City Rush Hockey, and, and uh, at that point, we just kind of decided that it was best for us to uh, go our separate ways and um, for, for the Rush to get a new direction and uh, new leadership in place. Let me ask you, um, when you evaluate the organization, you kind of went through a lot of things there. It's not just well, we got to win hockey games, or we got to make the playoffs, or this. So much goes into it. What ultimately is most important when you evaluate um, hiring a new coach? Well, I think there's there's pretty much three tiers to that. Um, it's one that it's a good community person, um, and that person is engaged in our community, wants to grow hockey, wants to be a leader in Rapid City, uh, wants to be um, fair and honest, and uh, good to our sponsors, good to our community partners, and good to our fans. Um, you know, two that 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 person is developing good hockey players and good young men <clears throat> that can be in our community, and obviously our goal is to continue to move them up the ranks within the American League, and then on the NHL and then three to win hockey games. And, um, you know, I stood up after one of our games, um, before a jersey auction and said that, you know, we're, we're committed to that and we're dedicated to winning games and being a part of the community and, um, and developing young men. And, and that needs to be our goal moving forward. And that needs to be our goal in finding a new coach. This is Todd Mackin, president of the Rapid City Rush. The Rush and head coach Daniel Tatrell mutually agreed to part ways today. So the Rush on the search for a new coach. Do you uh, know what the players' reaction is or if there was some reaction from some players? You know, um, part of the, the decision in this conversation is is being able to sit down with, with your players and talk through how the season went, how we could get better, where we could win games, um, where we could be uh, more impactful in the community. And um, I think uh, they understood the decision and they understand the, the path that we want to go and we were, where we want to take this organization. Um, so uh, I did make some phone calls to some guys uh, at the end of the season to just kind of see how it went. I sat down with uh, the majority of the team at different times. And then um, after our decision uh, with Coach Tatro before it came public, I had the opportunity to call a lot of guys uh, just to, to tell them what had happened, and, and they were very supportive of the organization. Let me ask you about this, Todd. Um, how hard is it to be a head coach uh, for an ECHL team? It is very difficult um, because not only are you the coach on the ice, uh, there's a lot of administrative duties that fall, fall on your lap. Uh, we have an assistant coach that helps, but, but typically uh, there's just a lot of paperwork and a lot of administrative stuff that takes away from just being the coach on the ice. Uh, additionally, I mean, it, it, I think everyone that's listening right now understands that the Rapid City uh, has had some some downturn um, in our in our uh, the way we were running our business towards uh, the last couple a uh, couple years 
before we got here, yeah. and we had to do some things better. Um, but now we've gotten to a place where we are firing our players everywhere. We put them up in great apartments in the meadows. Um, we, we take care of our guys on the road with food. We, we do a lot of different things to, to just really make it a place, a first-class place for them to play. Our facility is amazing and just continuing to get better. We won best ice in the league this year. So we are doing a lot of things to make this a very attractive place to play, and, and then that needs to, to carry on to the head coach, and, and we need to start winning hockey games. We truly believe this can be a perennial powerhouse in the Mountain Division, and, and we really need to get back there. Todd Mackin, president of the Rapid City Rush, on tonight. Daniel Tatro, no longer the head coach for the Rush. They're looking for a head coach. We'll get into that one more. Um, when it comes down to it, what type of strides do you think this organization has made? Have, have, have you made strides um, from when you've got here on the ice and everywhere in between? Well, I think in reputation, uh, certainly around the hockey world we have, uh, I think that's important um, for recruiting of players. Uh, I think we've made some strides as far as working through affiliations. Um, we have an opportunity to maybe look a different direction on that this year. Um, but before we got here, we didn't. the team didn't even have an affiliate. Um, and, and I know um, we had a really good year with them a couple years ago, and, and, and this year was tough with COVID. Um, but we're continuing to, to look to improve that. Uh, around the hockey world, um, guys are now coming to us wanting to play here, which was a little bit different than, than in the past. And, and really, I think uh, off the ice, uh, we've, we've really made a dedic- we really dedicate ourselves to being uh, in the community, spending time around uh, Rapid City and, and throughout the Black Hills, and uh, having our players out and about. Uh, even in a COVID year, we put the most community service hours out there uh, of any team in the ECHL and, uh, and also had the most community appearances for our players, uh, whether it was Zoom calls to schools or, or doing things just a creative way uh, during these times. Uh, so I think we've done a good job. Um, is there room for improvement? Of course. And, and we know we owe it to our fans. We owe it to our sponsors. We owe it to our community partners. We owe it to the whole city. Uh, when we leave this city wearing Rapid City across our chest that we're representing the way we feel like we need to be. And, and that's our goal. And uh, so uh, have, do I think we've made strides? Yes. Do we think we can get better? Of course. Yeah, the rush were close to the playoffs, very close, uh, fell off at the end, didn't quite make it. Now you look for a new head coach. So on the ice, Todd, on the ice, is it about skill development? Um, is it about uh, recruiting the right players? There's a lot of things of being the coach. What's most important with what you have on this roster and where we're going? Well, I think, uh, you know, retaining guys that we think can help us win is important. I think recruiting uh, new skilled guys to help us win is very important. I think having some systems and some structures in place um, that, that work at this level and, and, and continue to uh, develop those players to get to the next level is all things that we, we need to do. It can't just be one of them, right? It can't just be one skill skill that we're really good at. We have to be good at all of them. Uh, and that starts with our head coach. And, uh, you know, he needs to go out there and, and and be a hard, hard-nosed recruiter. He needs to showcase our, our city and how great it is. Um, he needs to be able to have systems in place and be organized and communicate and do all those things as well um, when, when guys get here. And, and he needs to be able to retain players that we feel like are building blocks for our organization for years to come. And I know that's hard to, hard to ask, but um, between our head coach and our assistant, um, that, that needs to be the, the, the mindset and the mantra. And we need to be a professional organization. And, and as soon as we get all 
all those things moving in the right direction, um, the sky's the limit for this team. Before I let him run, Todd Mackin on tonight, president of the Rapid City Rush. Daniel Tatro no longer the head coach. The search starts now, I assume. Um, where do you go in the search, nationwide search around the ECHL? Where do you go for this, and how long is it going to take? So I think that's a, that's a great question. Um, I think we will certainly um, have it be a nationwide search. Um, as, with anything, like with anything, as soon as the news hit, uh, my inbox was flooded with people um, <laughs> sending in their, their resumes. Um, but we also, you know, go to our affiliates. Uh, we go to relationships we have in the NHL and ask who they know and who would be a good fit for, for our city and for our organization. Um, so we're going to turn over every stone we can, and we're going to do our due diligence. Um, I'd like to have somebody in here by July 15th. Um, our assistant coach is staying in place. Um, we're also going to, you know, obviously give him an opportunity to interview for the position as well. Uh, and we're, we're going to go. We're going to go down the line. But uh, I'm not going to rush into this decision. We're not going to make a decision just to make a make a call and have a coach. We want the right fit, the right guy at the right time uh, to really lead this organization for the next three to five years. And uh, and so we're going to we're going to do that. We look forward to it. That's a month from now, hopefully anyway. So Todd Mackin's going to be busy, president of the Rapid City Rush, uh, looking for a new head coach for the Rapid City Rush. Daniel Tatrell, a long history with the Rush as a player assistant coach and the head coach the last four years. Todd, good to get you on. Thanks for the time, and uh, best of luck. Uh, keep us posted. Really appreciate it, Nate. Thanks so much. Thanks for the time. Appreciate that. Todd Mackins, the president of the Rapid City Rush, uh, doing a nice job. The Rush, I said, here on this program have made strides, and I believe in many ways. I mean, we've talked about this Rush organization. Um, there were some bumps along the road, right? Some pretty big ones, and I feel like the corner's been turned. It's been turned, and now you got to hit it in high gear. Now you got to hit it in high gear. Um, they were close to the playoffs. They were competitive. And uh, had some nice players, really nice players. So competitive hockey all season long. I think the fans loved it. Um, and just the next step now. So we shall see where they go. And the Rush looking for a new head coach. Daniel Tatrell, always appreciate him coming on all season. Wish him the best. And so do the Rush there. I know that. Todd Mackin on tonight here on the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. We come right back with Denver Broncos beat writer Ryan O'Halloran from the Denver Post. He's on the way. From high school to college to the pros, this is the Nate Brown Show on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM Fox Sports Rapid City. Danny Manholt Rapid Chevrolet buys cars. You heard that right. We don't just sell cars, we buy them too. We make cash offers to purchase local cars, trucks, and SUVs every day. Tired of listing online? Tired of messages? Or just tired of making payments? Whatever the reason, make an appointment at rapidchevrolet.com for a no-obligation appraisal. It's fast and free. When you're ready to sell, we're ready to buy. At Danny Menholt Rapid Chevrolet, Rapid City. Hi, this is Rihanna Wicket with Elevate Performance. We want you to know that not all physical therapy is the same. So when you need care, choose a team that delivers the best results. At Elevate Performance, you will receive one-on-one -on -one care with a doctor of physical therapy. We won't shuffle you in and shuffle you out. We are currently seeing new patients from youth athletes to grandparents. At Elevate Performance, we help you live life to the fullest by fusing healthcare and fitness. Come and experience personalized care and physical therapy unlike any other at Elevate Performance, your movement doctor. Online at elevateperformancesd.com. No one has a handbook for what we're living through today, which is why the experience you have access to makes all the difference in how you make it to tomorrow. 
For decades, Dakota Bank has worked with ag producers through industry, economic, and regional changes. We're committed to agriculture. We're committed to the producers and families that make our communities great. Go with commitment, experience, and integrity. Dakota Bank, banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Insurance and trust not FDIC insured. If you're planning to keep on driving your current vehicle with higher miles on it, drive with confidence after a thorough inspection at Pro Auto Care. Regular service and preventative maintenance is extra important for higher mileage vehicles, so bring yours on into Pro Auto Care to keep it running longer for you. At Pro Auto Care, Tom and his crew pledge to give you an honest evaluation and never over-service or overcharge. From inspections to oil changes, brakes, tires, and major automotive service, trust Pro Auto Care. Open as usual at 1891 Rand Road, Rapid City. Hi, this is Jeremy with Gary's Cakes and Donuts, inviting you to kickstart your morning by dropping by and grabbing some fresh donuts. I want to thank you for voting us the best in the Black Hills. We're up early making your favorite donuts, so stop by and bring some to the office. Everybody loves Gary's Cakes and Donuts, and we love you, so stop by, get a great selection, and brighten up your day. Serving Rapid City for over 40 years, Gary's Cakes and Donuts at 109 East Omaha, and remember to like Jerry's on Facebook for some great giveaways. In the past, if you needed auto body repair, you had to get multiple estimates and then try to get your car into a shop for repair. Well, not anymore. In most cases, you can stop by one shop, get your estimate, and schedule your car for a repair. The question now becomes which shop you choose. If you like quality, choose J&J Truck and Auto Body. They have ASE, PPG, and Gold iCar certifications that allow them to offer you a nationwide warranty. And they'll work with your insurance company so you're pleased with the outcome. J&J Truck and Auto Body, 1513 East Philadelphia. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales, Service, and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. Starting off the Are we live? Oh, we're live. Yes. Oh, yes, we're live. The Nate Brown Show, South Dakota Sports Talk Show, Fox Sports Rapid City. We are live and hitting it right between the running lights. You know that. Your sports, your show. Thanks for being here. If you miss parts of the show, the podcast always up and ready tonight. The Nate Brown Show podcast available where you get your podcasts. And also find us on Twitter. Watch the show live in studio camera. Watch the show live at Nate Brown Show on Twitter. At Nate Brown Show. First day of mandatory minicamp, Denver Broncos. Oh, we got to get a report. Ryan O'Halloran was there. Broncos writer, Denver Post. It is Ryan O'Halloran back on the Nate Brown Show. I gave him a little summer break. It wasn't much, not much. Ryan, good to have you back on. How are you? I'm good, Nate. Good to join you again. What summer break? Yes, I know. I just gave you a couple weeks off, I think. Something like that. Um, well, was, I, was, uh, I was tied up. I was on hockey for a month, oh. but now we're back on Broncos. <laughs> that is right. That is right. By the way, um, this just a little side note. I know we're talking Broncos here. Denver sports fans, are they upset with the Avalanche, Nuggets, Broncos, and Rockies? It seems like nobody can make them happy. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, uh, the Nuggets probably made it as far as they could, but you know, getting swept still stinks. The Avalanche was a total collapse. You're down, you're up 2-0 in a series, and you lose four in a row. This was a team with cup aspirations, and they folded. Uh, the Rockies, they're more, uh, Rockies fans are more upset with ownership. 
right. than the team on the field. And then Broncos, I would say probably the you know they're probably more uh, upset at the decision makers than anybody else. Okay, so the Broncos have an opening here, Ryan. You're telling me the Broncos have an opening. Um, I look at this team and you see them today. What did you see today? It's just uh, 11 on 11, 7 on 7, some of this stuff. What did you see today that got your attention um, as you get things going? Well, you know, a couple of things. One is, uh, you know, Vic Fangio is holding to his statement it's going to be 50-50 with uh, snaps between Locke and Bridgewater. Uh, that was definitely the case. They had 30 apiece today in 7 on 7 and 11 on 11. Um, so Drew Locke had a better day than the previous days we were able to watch. And Teddy Bridgewater is just not going to be pretty. Uh, you know, when, when Jerry Judy calls his passes a, a floater, I don't think that's meant to be a compliment. It takes a long time to get there. Uh, so uh, on the defensive side, the one takeaway, and this won't show up during non-padded drills, is I'd be a little concerned about their depth up front on defense. Uh, it's just, you know, with the line, no Shelby Harris, no Mike Purcell during the entire offseason program. Uh, I wouldn't feel great about their depth right now. Uh, so those are just a couple things. Okay, how about this um, on the offensive side? Cortland Sutton coming off of an injury. Do we have some promise here with him? Um, it's tepid. Um, you know, as Cortland said earlier this offseason, you know, the this time of year was going to be to put his toe in the water. He has not participated in an 11-on-11 or 7-on-7 when we've been out there. Uh, but he is doing individual drills, and to me that's fine. Uh, I think he will be managed during training camp when that starts next month because, A, they know what they got in him, and, B, it's about getting him ready for September 12th at the Giants, not August 14th at Minnesota. So I think the conservative approach is the right approach with Cortland. Ryan O'Halloran, Broncos writer, Denver Post, mandatory minicamp today. Uh, he was live. Find him on Twitter, at Ryan O'Halloran. So we're going to go to the QB discussion here. You said Drew Locke, maybe it feels like a little bit of an edge. Is this fluid, though? Is it just fluid? Up and down we go. Yeah, I think it's fluid. And here's the key thing is it's not up to us. Um, to me, to me, it would be an easy decision is Drew Locke um, has the arm strength, the knowledge of the offense, and the playmaking ability. Uh, but Nick Fangio may choose Teddy Bridgewater because he feels he's the guy who's not going to lose the game for him. And particularly when you have the first three opponents, Giants, Jaguars, Jets, who could all be offensively challenged. And Vic may say, hey, the defense I run is going to stop those offenses. I just need a guy who can make a couple of third-down throws and convert the red zone. To me, that would be a Bridgewater lean. I think both guys are going to start a lot of games this year, which means the Broncos are sort of running in place offensively. Okay. People say, well, it's obvious that the Broncos want to – have a really good defense. They're spending a lot of money there. Um, they have veterans there. They need to have a really good defense. Can they win with defense, Ryan? Can they? Uh, they can't. Um, they, you know, the best way to utilize the defense they have on paper is you get a dang lead. Uh, they usually, the defense usually cannot do that. Uh, Von Miller and Bradley Chubb off the edges. You know, corners with Pat Sertan, who I think is the best corner on the team right now already. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the best the best way for them to show their bona fides is by getting a lead and going in the fourth quarter and, and you know putting a vice grip on the offense. Uh, 
But if the offense for the Broncos is still stuck below 20 points a game, you're not going to see how elite this defense could be. Okay, why do you say Sertan the best corner? That's a pretty big statement. Uh, yeah, I, I just think he, I mean, he has the physical tools. And when you watch him in person, he literally glides across the field. Um, his movements are so easy, and he's around the football. I mean, Kyle Fuller had a pass breakup today, you know, so what. But um, I think they're going to play a lot of dime to get all four of these corners on the field. Okay. Um, Darby, Fuller, Sertan, um, you know, you talk about Darby and Fuller, new guys now. What's your read on them? Um, they're okay. I mean, they, they haven't stood up for getting beat. Uh, Fuller was in and out of OTAs. He just showed up last week. So today was the only second practice we've seen him participate. Uh, the challenge for Vic Fangio is, okay, who plays where? Um, Darby is not an inside guy. He's strictly outside. Okay, you gave him the money. He plays outside. Sertan, I think, is the is best outside right now, but he can play over the you know, the slot receiver. Excuse me. So, um, how he interchanges these four quarters? I mean, Callahan definitely a nickel guy inside. How he uses these four guys is going to be a training camp subplot that may not be answered until week two or three of the season once they start playing real games. Do you believe this is a top five defense? I'm not saying what they should be. I'm saying, do you believe they're a high performing top five defense? Uh, I'll go high performing top ten defense. Uh, you right now, you still have they don't they do not have a lot of depth at edge rusher. They do not have a lot of depth up front. Uh, I'm interested to see how they stop the run, and because to take advantage of the secondary and your pass rushers, you have to get in the third down. It cannot be a lot of t- like a lot of times last year where they're third and three, third and two. That doesn't. You have to keep your base defense on the field. That takes good people off the field. So, um, you know, they've been very good in the red zone the last two years. But as players have told me, oh, they've had so many chances. You know, they're bound to get better in that in that area. So, can they create more turnovers? Can they flip the field and give their offense the ball at the 28-yard line instead of letting the opponent drive all the way down the field and creating a turnover at your goal line? So, uh, I think there's still a lot of questions. couple more questions for Ryan O'Halloran. Talking Broncos, DenverPost.com for the coverage. Uh, mandatory minicamp going on. So, I'm going to ask you about Vic Fangio. No playoffs for the Broncos again means what for him? Uh, it means he's a defensive coordinator for another team, and he'd probably be the first to admit that. Uh, mm. you know, it's just, and that's the fact. I mean, three years is what you get in this league, and he's, he's working for a new GM and George Payton who has a six-year deal. You may be working for a new owner by that point. So, uh, I think with Playoffs are good is, enough? Playoffs are good enough. Um, I would I would think it would help the cause, but let's say you're let's say you're nine and eight this weekend as a seventh seed. It depends on what kind of nine and eight it is. Um, so I mean, I don't think it's going to be make the playoffs and everybody is safe. Um, but if you win a playoff game, then that's something different. I don't think there's a playoff team right now unless they get Aaron Rodgers. But uh, so you know, I think you could be having more changes after the season. That's my last question. The biggest story that's kind of quiet right now, Aaron Rodgers, he wears the T-shirt today, I'm offended. He's always got something going on with uh, some messages there. Broncos, could they go after him hard? What's your feeling here June 15th? I think, I think the minute he becomes available, the Broncos are the favorite to get him. Um, you know, you hear the Raiders. I don't think the Raiders are 
or, or uh, you know, I don't think Rodgers would be as interested in the uh, Raiders as he would be the Broncos because he looks at Vic Fangio being a defensive-minded head coach. He likes that part. He's got a left tackle. You got skill position talent. Even if you trade some of that for him, uh, so if I'm George Payton, I got my offer ready. I've talked to my coaches about it. So when the Packers return your call, I make an offer that is so good they do not shop it. And number twelve is coming to Denver. Yeah, I would like it. I mean, everybody I think would, much of Broncos country would. What's going to happen? It's going to be an interesting summer. I don't know if we'll find out. You think we're going to find out before the season? It's hard to tell. Um, uh, that, that, I, uh, my lean would be no, because I think Rodgers' next move is, is to announce his retirement so he can be not subject to some of those daily fines in camp. But on the Packers, and he's made it clear that he's not interested. I raised the white flag. I swallowed my pride. I said, hey, let's get the best deal possible because you're going to get a good deal now, whereas next year when he's 39, you're not going to get as good a deal. Yeah. Ryan O'Halloran on tonight. Broncos minicamp, denverpost.com for the best coverage. Ryan, always good. Thanks a lot. Okay, Nate, take care. Appreciate it. Ryan O'Halloran on Fox Sports Rapid City. Broncos beat writer, the insider for the Denver Post at Broncos Minicamp today. Find Ryan on Twitter at Ryan O'Halloran. Ran through some Broncos stuff right there. Ran through some Broncos stuff. So here on June 15th, Aaron Rodgers is the big fish. Big old fish, is that what we call it? No copyright on that. That's the big fish. That's the big fish. The big kahuna. The big enchilada. The story of all stories, okay? That's the story. And then all this other stuff, Broncos defense needs to be really, really good. High expense on the defensive side. Number one expense when it comes to payroll in the league on their defense. Number one in the league. Spending the most money on defense in the league. So you're talking, they're going to try and win with defense. And the early take here, Drew Locke, at least now early on, a little bit of an edge over Teddy. That's what that's what Ryan O'Halloran's take is, a little bit of an edge over Teddy. It's not quite Teddy's team yet. Not quite Teddy's team yet. Who's hot and who's not? We come back with it. I'll tell you one thing. Um, when it comes down to it, in this who's hot category, I got some candidates here. A Rapid City coach. A Rapid City coach up for coach of the year in high school sports. We'll get into it on the way. You're listening to the only live and local sports talk show in the Black Hills. The Nate Brown Show on FoxSportsRapidCity.com and live on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM Fox Sports Rapid City. Weather brought to you by Mickels Post Frame Buildings. Have you seen some of those never-ending building projects around the hills? Well, if you want your post frame building built with all the warranted materials included and you want it completed on time, call MPF Buildings of Blackhawk at 787-4967 or email MicklesPostFrame at AOL.com. MPF Buildings, new steel roofs and post frame buildings built the way you expect your building to be. Owner-operated for over 30 years. Phone 787-4967. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Partly cloudy skies tonight with a chance for scattered thunderstorms. Lows around 72. South winds 8 to 15 miles per hour. Lots of sunshine tomorrow. Daytime highs approaching 89. Chance for scattered showers tomorrow night. Lows around 61. Partly cloudy. Mid-80s Thursday. Low 80s Friday. 
That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 96. Here at Pizza Ranch, we love the unique ways other countries compliment their chefs. In France, they say, magnifique. In Italy, delizioso. And in many parts of the world, it's a compliment to belch. Don't try that at home, kids. But at Pizza Ranch, we keep hearing the same thing over and over again when guests bite into our pizza. Mmm, mmm. Our famous chicken. Mmm, mmm. And all the favorites on our buffet. Mmm, mmm. We're beginning to think you're all trying to tell us something. We'll take that as a compliment. Pizza Ranch. Mmm, mmm. The doctors and staff at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center have provided expert bone, joint, and muscle care to patients in the Black Hills area since 1976. Whether you're an elite athlete, a weekend warrior, or just want to continue your active lifestyle, the orthopedic experts at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center will help you stay in the game. Don't let an injury keep you from doing the things you love. Trust the team at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center, specializing in what moves you. Learn more at bhosc.com. There can be no doubt, losing a loved one is always difficult. At O. Simon Schmidt Funeral Home, we strive to meet your emotional needs with compassion, kindness, and understanding. The caring staff at O. Simon Schmidt Funeral Home recognizes the importance of celebrating a life that was lived with dignity, respect, and professionalism. Serving local families in their special time of need for generations. O. Simon Schmidt Funeral Home, Rapid City. Phone 343-0077 or visit osimeschmidt.com. Hello, Dish Nation. We have big, really big news. Dish Now has your local channels in HD and free voice remote. That's right, locals in HD with free voice remote. If you're tired of paying too much for too little TV that just doesn't fit the bill, call Wire Free USA at 343-3806 today and experience an expert who's happy to answer all your questions, whatever they may be. In these days of fast-paced lives and fast-talking salespeople, it's nice to know you can still count on your local Dish-authorized retailer, Wire Free USA. USA at 605-343-3806 with folks right here in our neighborhood to tell you the honest truth. Dish offers a better value for the very same channels for your home, business, and mobile. Dish and Wire Free USA have what you need at a reasonable price along with your HD locals and free voice remote included in the same price. The future is Wire Free USA with Dish. 343-3806. Voice remote requires internet connected hopper. Restrictions apply. Call for details. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales, Service, and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. All right, let's get going on a Tuesday night. Baseball coming up live on Fox Sports Rapid City tonight, 7 o'clock. We're about an hour away. An hour away, the Nate Brown Show wrapping up on a Tuesday. Who's hot and who's not? That's a bad question today. Who's hot? We all are. It's it's hot. What is the hot one? Who's hot and who's not? Brought to you by the Pizza Ranch. PizzaRanch.com for carry out or delivery two locations and the new wings if you haven't hit them you gotta hit them by now if you have hit them you know how good they are great sauce great meat the new pizza ranch wings at pizzaranch.com tomorrow night make plans kids night on the buffet one child 12 and under eats free for every regular priced adult that's wednesday night kids night the pizza ranch buffet who's hot i'm gonna throw it out there if you haven't heard it the Argus Leader, you know we talked to the guys in Sioux Falls at the Argus Leader, Brian Henschen and the crew. The Argus Leader coming out with their annual awards. You know, they look at uh, plays of the year, and, and now they're into 
Coaches of the Year, Rapid City Stevens girls basketball coach, Michael Brooks. We like Michael Brooks on this program. He is nominated for High School Coach of the Year. I think uh, I think he should win this. He takes the Stevens girls. I said it early on. We got to find this archive. Matt Kearney, our producer of the program, we got to find this archive. I said long time ago when this girls basketball season started. Look out for Stevens. Look out for Stevens. Nobody believed me. Nobody thought much. I said some great players. I like Coach Brooks. I think this can get going. They had some bumps along the way, some injuries, some sickness, the whole thing we dealt with. They make a run to the state championship, just come up short against Sioux Falls, Washington. But it was a great team to cover. Glad to cover them on Fox Sports Rapid City. And congrats to Argus leader, Coach of the Year nominee, Stevens girls basketball coach Michael Brooks. He's going up against the peer football coach Steve Steele and Northwestern's volleyball coach Nora Groft. All right, Michael Brooks, Stevens Girls basketball coach, could be the coach of the year, a deserving uh, nominee, no doubt. In our Pizza Ranch Who's Not category, I hate to say it. I don't like talking about older folks. I don't like talking about this. 80-year-old former NFL commissioner Paul Tagliabue. Paul Tagliabue. He just told a crowd that He's not comfortable with the NFL and their association with sports gambling. Paul, I'm sorry. That's how it's going to go. It's, it's one of those things like, oh, this is bad. I didn't want a team in Vegas. I didn't want. We're all past that. 25 states in D.C. have legalized sports betting with more on the way. This isn't a. Oh, this it's going to damage the NFL. I mean, he said, I'm just worried about it. I'm worried about it. Game um, integrity, I'm, I'm worried about it. Paul, congrats on getting into the NFL Hall of Fame. Leave the sports betting to me. Okay, uh, we're back tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Nate Brown Show. Post 320 and post 22 tonight at 7. Adam Birch with the call on the way.